on this episode of Building Men, Reframing Failure. Welcome to the Building Men Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Meralda. Building Men is geared toward helping you become the most extraordinary version of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. This episode is about failure. I'm going to lead with a quote by a gentleman named Kyle Maynard. Failure is always part of the process. If you don't know who Kyle Maynard is, you're going to have to stick around for the end of this episode. I'll uh, I'll finish the episode with Kyle Maynard's story. Some of the worst losses in your life can teach you a lesson that can lead to your greatest victories. There's not a failure that you can't survive. Those two quotes stick out to me. And I'll share a little bit of a personal story. So for a long time in my life, I would say things came pretty easily. I think back to growing up, I was a good student, I was a good athlete, I never really struggled socially with friends. I mean, everyone has their ups and downs. But there was never a time where I would say that there was this big failure or series of failures that had a really negative impact on my life. I played college sports. I student taught. I got a job right out of college where I was student teaching. After a few years as a sixth grade teacher, I got a job as an assistant principal. I moved on. I was promoted. I got a job as a principal. I was a principal in middle schools for 12 years. Things were pretty good. It wasn't until that I experienced a couple failures in a row that I started to really learn a lot about myself. And what was happening with me was I was letting failure knock me down to this area of despair and destitute. I was taking failure so personally and I tried for a couple things and wasn't successful. There were a couple things that happened in my life. Maybe I'll share in future episodes of how things kind of spiraled down this this hole, I guess I would say. And I just let this failure compound and I just had a tough time kind of getting getting out of it. Sometimes you have to let life save you from getting what you want. That quote is by Brendan Stanton, who was Time Magazine's, he was in Time Magazine's 30 people under 30 years old, people that are changing the world. He's an author and a motivational speaker. I'll say that one again. Sometimes you have to let life save you from getting what you want. I really think that that quote speaks to where I was in my life and I was thinking some of the failures that happened initially thought that they were beating me down and and as I look back I think that some of the failures that happened in my life when I reflect upon them they kind of helped me get to where I needed to be and where I need to be is right here right now. There's an article I'll put it in the link to the show notes. The article is called Four Reasons Why Failures Can Lead to Success and the author's name is Leray K. I I believe I'm pronouncing the last name correctly. It's Q-U-Y. So what he says is, if failure equals defeat and despair, 
then you give up. But if failure leads to growth and improvement and you persevere, then you could use that as a springboard to lead you on to some greater successes in life. His four reasons are as follows. The first thing is that failure can produce scrappiness, perseverance, resilience. Some people are allergic to the idea of failure. Like I think about my own experience and failure, if there was a failure in my life, I would take it so personally, it would almost paralyze me. But the four things that I'm going to go through right now, as I think back, I wish I would have use these four ideas or help these four ideas reframe my thought of failure. Barbara Corcoran, who is one of the sharks on Shark Tank, what she does is she invests in people that come from disadvantaged backgrounds because it shows that level of scrappiness and that level of perseverance and resilience. She wants to work with people that have been able to overcome something really, really difficult over the course of their lives. It also shows an idea of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. We can actually grow our brain's capacity to learn and solve problems when we persevere. There are two ways that we could look at that. I'm not able to do something. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Whatever it is, if we look at things that way, we're going to be in the area where it's despair and destitute. I'm not able. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Or we could look at it, I haven't solved this problem yet, but I will. I haven't overcome this obstacle yet, but I will. I haven't been able to do whatever it is, whatever challenge or obstacle is in front of me, but I will be able to do it. So that's the idea of a growth mindset. It's not this fixed point in time. You're growing. You're getting better. The second idea is... It teases out the scientists. So if you think of a, a scientist, what they do is they look at a problem. They make an assumption. Okay, this is how I think this problem should be solved. They experiment. They try it out. They prove the assumption is wrong most of the times. And then they continue. They try something different. And they try something different. And they continue until they can't prove their assumption is wrong. And when they do that, they succeed. So don't be afraid of being wrong on your way to being right. Think about all of the innovators out there that have failed so many times just to figure out how to do it the right way. It's like Thomas Edison. I found 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb. That's a success. He was able to finally do it. Look at your failure as a way to examine why something didn't work for you and then modify the approach. And when you do that, you can change the outcome. The next thing is that failure demands reflection. You don't learn a lot from success. Like if you think about your successes in your life, when something happens and it goes the way you hoped it would and it goes exactly how it was planned, that's not the time that you sit back and you really examine, well, how did I get to this point? You get to the success and you're happy with the success. But when you fail, then you have the opportunity to dig deep. Was the failure a mistake in judgment? Was it poor planning? Was it weakness? Was it a lack of confidence? Why did the failure happen? What was the reason behind? So when you fail, you have this opportunity of self-reflection to dig deep and figure out why it happened. This can be painful, though, but it can help you evolve. It can help you become something better than you are. So I would suggest this. When you experience a failure in your life, or even you're reflecting back on previous failures, 
write down your thoughts and feelings around that failure. Maybe you have an opportunity to connect some dots. So maybe there are certain things that have gone a certain way because of how you handle it or your mindset behind whatever you were going after. So being able to, to kind of take a step back and reflect on it, it could help you grow and it could help you figure out what the issue was and help you finally find a success there. And finally, it can help you generate a can-do attitude. If you listen to the second podcast episode that I, that I did a few weeks back, it was called Overcoming Fear. And I talked about the responses to fear. I talked about fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. So when there is a failure in your life, what is your response to that failure? Do you freeze? Do you run away? Do you do that fawn response where you like you change your outlook or your personality to kind of meld with whatever the person is looking for in a situation? Or do you move towards the challenge? Do you lean into the challenge? I love that phrase, lean into something. When, when something is tough, don't shy away from it. Lean into it and try to figure out why. It doesn't matter what you've been given in these situations. It matters what you do with what you have. I think back on my time as a teacher and as a school leader, and I think it's such a disservice to kids, to students, to young adults, when their parents don't let them experience failure. When parents swoop in and solve all of the problems that the child has. And a father of three, I could certainly understand when you see your child struggling through something, you want to come in. You don't want to see them upset. You don't want to see them struggle. You don't want to see them go through any kind of angst or anxiety. You want to help them through it. But when you come in and you solve their problems when they're experiencing failure, it does them such a disservice because it doesn't give them an opportunity to go through those four steps. It doesn't give them an opportunity to, to take a step back, to think about what happened, to analyze, to develop strengths, to overcome an area of weakness. I think also to as people finish college and they're in their young adulthood, how many times, and to any of my listeners right now, they're in that age group, did your parents come in and, and swoop in and solve problems for you? And at the time, you probably thought, oh, this is great. I could just go to mom or dad or whoever, an adult in my life, and they can help me through this problem. But at the th were they actually doing a disservice to you by swooping and solving the problems for you? Or would it have been better to let you fall down, see what that felt like when you fell down, think about why am I here on the ground? What did I do wrong? Was it the circumstance? Was it my reaction? Was it my confidence? Was it my planning? What was it? Why am I here right now? And then how am I going to get myself back up again? Am I going to stay here or am I going to pick myself up? And that helps them develop, helps kids as they get older develop resiliency and develop this kind of stick to attitude that will serve them better as they're adults. So I want you to start today. I want you to think about a recent failure that you've had in your life and I want you to reframe your thinking around it. How can experiencing that failure make you a scrappier person or more resilient? How does it make you into a scientist where you tease out the problem, find ways that didn't succeed, help you reframe your thoughts around them, and test things out that maybe will work? Won't make you reflect. Think about what you could learn from that problem. Think about all of the, the things that led up to the failure 
And then maybe what you could have done differently along the way will help you grow. And then finally, generate that can-do attitude. Cultivate courage, confidence, and discipline from it. Some of your worst failures can lead to your greatest successes if you reframe the way you think about failure. So when I started the show off today, I talked a little bit about Kyle Maynard. What I want you to do is next time you're experiencing a failure, I want you to think about this gentleman. Kyle Maynard was born with an extremely rare condition called congenital amputation. Basically what that means is in the uterus there were fibrous bands that prevented the development of limbs on Kyle's body. So he was born without any arms or legs. So think about how that must have been for Kyle growing up. No arms, no legs. Kyle played youth sports throughout his experience in elementary, middle, and high school. He played football. He wrestled. He started to weight train. I read that he actually benched 240 pounds 23 times. Benched 240 23 times. He participated in a mixed martial art sanctioned fight. He wrote a book titled No Excuses. He climbed Mount Kilimanjaro without the use of any prosthetics. Imagine how many times in Kyle Maynard's life he failed. Failed at just simple everyday tasks that you and I take for granted. And this man has done more with no arms and no legs than most people could ever dream to accomplish in their entire lives. How? Because to Kyle Maynard, failure does not equal defeat or despair. To Kyle, failure equals growth and improvement, courage and confidence. Don't hesitate to reach out to me via email at buildingmencoach at gmail.com. Consider following me on Instagram at building.men. I'll see you next time on Building Men.